Grammar Girl here. A listener named Tom wrote in with a question about repeated subjects. He enjoys listening to the Planet Money podcast, which explains economics in everyday language. But he's noticed that the hosts often repeat the subject of a sentence. And now, here are two examples of the kind of sentences that are bothering Tom from the April 8th Planet Money podcast. I thought it was supposed to be about, really, this whole fight, it doesn't matter for the deficit. This year's federal deficit, it's about $1.5 trillion, so that's 1,000... In his email, Tom writes, quote, Their constant use of a double subject makes me crazy. I'd like to persuade the people who do this podcast to mend their ways just this little bit. Can you help? Unquote. The Cambridge Grammar of the English Language refers to this kind of sentence as left dislocation, which sounds unpleasantly like something that happened to one of my friends on a ski trip. In our first example, the noun phrase, this whole fight, has been moved or dislocated to the beginning of the sentence, which is on the far left when the sentence is written out in standard left-to-right fashion. This dislocated noun phrase has been replaced in the rest of the sentence by the pronoun it, so that we end up with the double subject that's bothering Tom. This whole fight, it doesn't matter for the deficit. But left dislocation doesn't just happen with subjects. You also find it with direct objects. For example, at a baseball game, you might hear, cold beer, you want it, I got it. The direct object of want is cold beer. But instead of saying, you want cold beer, I got it, the vendor dislocates cold beer to the front of the sentence and fills the direct object position with the pronoun it. Cold beer, you want it? I got it. And please don't write in about the I got it part being wrong too. I know that, but that's how the beer guys talk. You can also left dislocate the object of a preposition. Take this sentence. My brother, a scout came looking for him at the football game. Here, the left dislocated noun phrase, my brother, is repeated in the rest of the sentence as him, the object of the preposition for. You can left dislocate indirect objects, too, as in, that drunk guy who kept trying to pick a fight. The police gave him a citation for disorderly conduct. The left dislocated noun phrase is, that drunk guy who kept trying to pick a fight. And it's repeated in the rest of the sentence as the indirect object him. The police gave him a citation. You can even left dislocate noun phrases that would have been possessives if they'd stayed in their usual location. For example, in this sentence, that woman who just moved in, it turns out her daughter is a Girl Scout. The left dislocated noun phrase is that woman who just moved in, and it's repeated in the rest of the sentence as the possessive pronoun, her. It turns out her daughter is a Girl Scout. Left dislocation is considered informal English because the dislocated noun phrase just sits there at the beginning of the sentence, syntactically disconnected from the rest of it. Or worse, the left dislocated phrase may even turn into a sentence fragment if you separate it completely from the rest of the sentence with a period or exclamation point. In our cold beer example, cold beer is a sentence fragment. So why would someone use left dislocation? For one thing, left dislocation is useful if you have a noun phrase that would sound awkward if it stayed in its expected position. With our example, that woman I see at the gym every day, it turns out her daughter is a Girl Scout, it'd be pretty awkward to say, that woman I see in the gym every day's daughter is a Girl Scout. Another benefit of left dislocation 
is that it makes it easier for a listener to process a sentence. Sentences are easier to understand if they present old information first and new information later. To see how left dislocation lets sentences do this, let's take another example from the April 8th episode of Planet Money. Bonds and the people who are less price sensitive, who are willing to pay more, well, they just don't spend that time and they pay full price. And Robert, you and I have been... When you say the people who are less price sensitive, who are willing to pay more, you're introducing a new piece of information. When you repeat it as the pronoun they, it's now old information, and it's easier to process with the new information about how they end up paying full price. Finally, because sentences with left dislocation are considered informal, they can help set a friendly tone in presentations that are trying to make things simple and fun, such as the Planet Money podcast. When I listen to Planet Money, it sounds as if the hosts are having an unscripted conversation, even though each episode is carefully researched and planned. Hey, maybe I should start using more left dislocation myself. Even with these advantages, left dislocation is still considered informal, so you should avoid it in your formal writing. It's more appropriate in places like advertising copy, dialogue, or speech. But as Tom points out, even in speech, left dislocation can become a distraction if it's overused. In our first example, this whole fight, it doesn't matter for the deficit. The dislocated noun phrase isn't really long enough to make dislocation worthwhile, and it's not introducing a new topic either. It's just part of their conversational style, a style that, unfortunately, is driving Tom bonkers. So, left dislocation. It's a useful rhetorical tool but limit it to your informal writing or speech. And even then, use it sparingly to preserve your listener's sanity. This podcast was written by Neil Whitman, who has a PhD in linguistics and blogs at literalminded.wordpress.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening.